Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. And now, welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Live on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Immediately. Fucking. Fucking immediately. <laughs> hey, get out of that trash can. Sean Boy. Sean Boy. Well, he knows it's a classic movie. I'm still a mouthful. Yes, I did. I was He's like, this is the last time. Welcome back to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. We're back in our usual thrones on Monday, and I got an eye booger just right at that very moment when I did the intro. Presented by NASCAR Heat 5. Not really, but that would be cool if we had to present something that presented us. I'm Levi, alongside Mr. Tommy. Mr. Tommy. Yes, I am here with my uh, friend that I've actually missed the last couple of weeks. We didn't do a show last week. I had uh, way more important things to do than talk about uh, wrestling. But we're back, and I'm happy to be here. And at some point, it'll seem like I'm actually happy to be here. He's happy. He's just it's he's getting the coffee rolling right now. Uh, there is a lot of there is a lot of stuff that's been going down <clears throat> in recent weeks. That's gonna keep him in right there. Is the fact that because we usually open with not a lot to talk about today, but yeah, we're gonna get yeah. through it. We'll make an hour out of it. Yeah, and we, we always got, do, we got, or at least close to. Quite a bit to talk about, actually. Um, as far as like upcoming events, events that just happened, and then news. Actually, this is. I'll just say this while it's fresh on my mind. Um, I saw a video yesterday or read something yesterday that said something about somebody taking the belt off Drew McIntyre. I don't see the thing here, but they want to give him a crowning moment with the crowd. Like it's nothing that they're not confident in him. It's just that they want to re-crown him in front of an audience. So I don't remember who it said was going to take the belt off him though. I saw it. I didn't click on it, but uh, I also saw that somebody said that Baron Corbin would have been a better champion to be during the quarantine era. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I he could, could have had that. I could see him be the one that takes it off of him and yeah. then drops it because that would be a big crowd pop because everybody would yeah. hate Baron Corbin being the champion. for, And then he finally gets that title and then – Vince can see how big of a mistake it would be and yeah you know have him drop it but who I wonder dude at this rate who knows when we're gonna get a crowd in the U.S. 
that's what I was about to say. It said something about AEW potentially having fans soon, but that's probably just like local Daily's Place fans. And, you know, I kind of don't want that because then it's almost like Impact Soundstage back in the day. And it's like, as long, I mean, I guess there's plenty of actual fans that will pay for that because Impact would just be like, yeah, fill it up and pretend you're having fun. <laughs> Here's a sign to you hold know. up. Yeah, like pay-per-views would have that and stuff. Bischoff was talking about that. They've been doing a lot of TNA shows on the Conrad podcasts. I've been listening to those because I've always been interested in what goes on backstage there. Dude, Bischoff, listening to him just shit on Meltzer is like the best thing. Yeah, he called he him a little bitch on like, Twitter uh, yesterday. Yeah, he called him it on the show. Oh. He was like, he's yeah, he was talking about, uh, he was like, you know what, he's a, he's like something coward little bitch he's a little bitch <laughs> he's just throwing it out there dude, dude i wouldn't fuck with bischoff he's crazy even at 60 something no yeah, yeah bischoff he's like one of my favorite human beings ever that's that's prop like i like the bruce pritchard one but i was i i think jr and bischoff are the two that i listen to the most as far as wrestling podcasts go I will admit, as as all of you know that listen to the show and have for a couple of years now, I don't listen to those podcasts anymore. <laughs> for a personal, blood pressure goes up. Yeah, my blood pressure goes up and personal vendettas. But yeah, uh, I did listen to a clip yesterday from Grilling Jr. about uh, why we never got Hogan in Austin, because I've always, well, I've always kind of known that it was Austin's call. But I wanted to hear it from somebody that was actually there. And it was in talent relations. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd listen to that clip on YouTube and then I'd listen to one more. Forgot what it was. But then I got on Cornet and got down that rabbit hole and kind of lost my way. But um, yeah, Bischoff, I, I would say that was probably the most excited I got. When when we were in Shamboig was when we when he walked by. Oh yeah, man, <clears throat> our table because he was so fucking tan. Yeah, Bischoff's. He was TV he's, ready. He's always TV ready. Bischoff's ready to go, man. Cody, you never know where you're gonna get that call. He's got that Cody tan. <laughs> you know he's got a tanning bed in his house. He's probably yeah. Terry probably gotcha. bought it for him. Oh yeah, he he was like, hey, listen, brother. I can't have you, you running around with me yeah, looking all pale. So we got to get you that brother tan, that Terry 91 tan. He told a story about pitching an idea to Hogan about the third man thing. And he was, they were sitting there at his beach house on the deck and Hogan was just stroking his Fu Manchu and like, all right, brother. Like he listened to it and he's like, all right, brother. Well, I got to get to the gym. And he said, basically that's Hogan's way of telling you to fuck off. <laughs> and he's like he thought he wasn't interested and then he there was some sort of like success uh text to it yeah there was a text there was like he knew it was gonna be successful at some point and then um hogan was like yeah so about that i want to do that so anyways i could talk a whole episode on eric bischoff stuff we like, could do that just, someday he's just so fucking intelligent man i yeah. can listen to him talk forever he's great we love him uh, still want to have him on the show at some point. God, yeah. Need to even if it's twenty minutes. See if I can wiggle that in at some point. 
still working on Jericho too. He, I, I tweeted him. I tweeted him publicly, and he liked Called it. Him out. Uh, he liked okay. it. So I feel okay. like I'm, I'm easing my way in. But Jericho, yeah, you like, need to check your emails. Your yeah, personal ones. Because there's a couple in there for me, and I mean business. Just, yeah, I because mean, we do really well in the 18 to <clears throat> 60 demographic, because that's all that matters is the demographic. Demos, baby, demos, <clears throat> demo derbies. Uh, hey, speaking of which, hey, before we move on, real quick, uh, I actually spent money on the show, personal money. I saw that, and uh, so I want people. If you see the ad on Facebook, I did it on a Facebook because number one, it was cheaper. <laughs> Twitter, the the least amount you can spend is fifty bucks, and I was like, mm, I'm not God. spending fifty bucks on the show. Um, so let me know if you guys see the uh, ad on Facebook. I want to know. I want to know who it's reaching. We should put one on. Maybe I'll. Maybe one day we'll do some money on the Twitter one. But Facebook's got more people, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, old ladies have Facebook. Old ladies don't have Twitter. I want. Yeah. I want that old lady crowd. So I want I can that talk 60 about to Girls. eighty demo. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about Golden to, Girls on the show. Sixty to a hundo demo. And then we can have so, RJ City on. Yeah. I uh, I did watch, since I assume we'll get into Firefest and stuff here in a minute, I did watch the competition show. Just one match, though. I watched Keith Lee and Adam Cole last night because I wanted to see that. I was very surprised to see that uh, on Instagram that Keith Lee had won the NXT title, ending Adam Cole's, like, 405-day reign or whatever. But That's why I didn't watch uh, it, dude, because it got spoiled for me. And then I was like, well, I you know, he wins match. now. Was it, yeah. is it good? Should I go back and watch it? Uh, you don't need, you don't need to watch it. Like it was good, but it wasn't a takeover match. It was a pay-per-view great American bash pay-per-view ma- or TV match. I mean, yeah. Um, it was, the match was Adam Cole doing a lot of kicks in like, it was definitely the psychology of a littler dude fighting the big, David beast versus that is, yeah, the big beast that is Keith Lee. Also, Adam Cole is a little white. He needs to get his tan game on. He was Come maybe on, it's just because Keith Lee is black. The maybe. contrast was off or something. Maybe. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, but Keith Lee. I mean, Keith Lee is fucking awesome. So I knew he was going to be champ at some point. Yeah. And for him to be double champ right now, that's like, why not? He's probably the hottest talent in NXT. The one of the best talent NXT. It's full of great talent, but. I want. I wanted to go back and at least watch that match. I really want to watch Dexter Loomis and Roger Strong. I do want to watch uh, Candice Lurie and Mia Yim because it was a street fight. I mean, there was a lot of good matches. I. I don't. I wish they didn't do that shit where they did it the same weeks as Fighter Fest. Like that's so petty, dude. Yeah. Like why, man? Just leave it fucking be. Well, and then like this Wednesday is Fight for the Fallen, so. Have, have you seen anything from NXT as far as what they're going to counter with? Because we joked a lot, or two weeks ago about them doing like Halloween Havoc or something in July. To, I mean, I guess they could do Bash the Beach since they technically still own it, even though AW, AW used it in January. 
I I wonder because I feel like they will do something, but maybe it'll just be a normal NXT. Because Fiverr of the Fallen's not being promoted as like a two week big event; it's just like a charity show. So maybe yeah. Vince is like charity. Yeah, they are I doing I, uh, it, this year. It's for COVID. COVID. Yep. Yeah, which I is think awesome. I want to buy that shirt too. Actually, I didn't see the shirt. It's not which black. Is surprising because usually I I send you the all the shirts that come out. It's yeah. It's a great. It's gray that's why i was gonna buy it because i need less black shirts so like i haven't bought wrestling shirts or band shirts in a while because they're all fucking black so i was like i need some white shirts so i went to old navy a while back and got a bunch of like colorful shirts because my wardrobe is yeah i like my collar nobo shirt though and you can get one too if you use coupon code heels and quads and all caps at checkout at collarnobobrand.com saves you 10 percent on your order mine was on sale already so i got it for like 12 bucks or something and they ship fast it's like it was here in like two days. Yeah, so. it's t- it's usually two to three days turnaround from when you order it. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of t-shirts, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. Get all your heels and quads podcast t-shirt merchandise, you name it, whatever. Stuff. I want to get I want to get some face masks. I'd like to that have a heels cool. and quads face mask for work. Um, and by the way, speaking of prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. Uh, whoever made the Snickers has a dick vein meme. Thank you for that. Uh, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash shields and quads and get your dick vein ski shirt. Who is that like, where did you find that Twitter or something? Uh, yeah. Faye Jackson. She's an indie wrestler. She's awesome. Uh, had tweeted it out and I was like, Oh fuck. Here's my, here's my shot at maybe selling a dick vein ski shirt. So I yeah. commented the link under her tweet. Uh, and somebody liked it, so I was like, then I started checking my emails every five seconds to see if to maybe, see. <laughs> maybe somebody bought it. <laughs> they probably looked at it and laughed and was like, cool, and then just moved on. And then moved on with know. their day. <clears throat> yeah. Went to the beach in Florida, got COVID. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, yeah, I did watch. So that if you don't want COVID, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash shields and quads. You know, Dick Vainsky shirt. Yeah, if you don't want COVID, yes. Yeah. Because that's how that works. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> uh, okay, so talking about Fighter Fest now, I reckon. Yeah, let's as talk I, Fighter I Fest. Oh, oh, oh my! I figured since there's so much to talk about, we can skip our uh, daily or weekly house cleaning of. Oh my god! What we yeah. did. 20 minutes of well i just it's just work and yeah work and personal work. life stuff yeah that's <laughs> all i'm uh i'm hoping the state gets shut down again today that would be cool what is that up for debate or something i doubt it but i think it should be that's just me personally the show's well, not about politics have been sh- but i can yeah. spe- speak my opinions and i think that florida should be completely fucking shut down because they had 15 fucking thousand cases yesterday we're, I mean, we're on the rise, Northwest Arkansas especially, dude. It's just on the up and up. Dude, somebody said something today about, or when was it, Friday, uh, at work about going to Fayetteville to go to go on Dixon Street. I'm like, are you fucking nuts? Well, the bars, yeah, that's, no. I'm like, it's a fucking hot spot right now. That's the worst place to go. Yeah. And I've been kind of, I've been back at the gym and I'm kind of like, it's pretty clean in there, but I'm always... You have to wear a mask in between workouts, at least. So, I mean, make sure you wipe know. down your gym equipment too. By the way, if you're going, yeah, that'd be great. Workout, because that's nasty. There's, 
there's people that are like, oh man, that's that's pussy shit, wiping it down. I'm like, why? Like, I don't want to sit in your ass sweat. That's in like your fucking I, head. That's like people calling you out for wearing a mask, and they're like, oh, you're a little bitch because you wear a mask. And I'm like, mm, not really, because uh, I'm protecting your ass, you piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. They don't understand. A lot of people don't understand that the mask is more of like, you know, for in being case, considerate to in others. In case I'm a carrier. I don't want to give it to anybody else because yeah, I'm a like, considerate human being and I care yeah. about other people, unfortunately, sometimes. And the last couple of times we've went out to eat, I've went to places and I still wear my mask while waiting for food because that's what you're supposed to do. And we work in the business, so it's much appreciated if people do that. But uh, there's a lot of people that just don't even have one on. And I'm like, you're, I mean, is it really that big of a fucking deal to wear a mask for 10 minutes? I don't understand why it has to be a political thing. It should just be a hey, let's look out for each other. Yeah, let's let's not let's stop this shit so everybody can get back to normal. Let's stop it now. Not oh well, it's it's a myth. They made it up. Trump twenty twenty. Fuck off. How about that? Yeah, I'm sick. I don't care if you if you want to vote for Trump. That's that's your thing. I don't I don't care who you vote for, but you should vote and other. PSAs that we have here vote um <laughs> but don't make it a big deal like protect each other that way everything can open back up we can have concerts we can have all that shit we can't have all that stuff until this at least comes to somewhat of a screeching halt yeah and I want to be able to go out and do shit yeah that'd be nice my kids would like to be able to go in the fucking store because I'm I have responsibilities on like some people who go into Walmart with all six of their fucking kids with no masks on. Oh man. They're touching everything, coughing and sneezing on everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Get, and, and that's another thing we talked about it on the pre-show about Walmart is when the, you can't use cash and you have to go on the line and there's always people like hovering over you. And I've talked about this yeah. a thousand times where I'm like, can you back up? Cause you're stepping on my dick. Or, hey, hey, buddy, yeah. are you paying for this? Yeah. No? Well, then step back, dude. Quit fucking breathing on me with your fucking coffee breath, you old bastard. Uh, before we get into the wrestling thing, I think I, <laughs> if you want to cut this part, I think I need to run to the toilet real okay. quick. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I can so see I'll you getting right uneasy. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. I was like, well, I guess I better get this little piddle out. I can just feel it. Yeah, that's, yeah. And it was like two drips. <clears throat> yeah, trickle, trickle, but it feels like a gallon. Oh, yeah, it feel, feels so good. Did you get it out? I, part of it. I mean, it's going to be an all-day process, I think. I had to take <laughs> a stool softener, so. Process. 
Dude, Jesus. I don't know why. I guess it's just all the food I've been eating is back. It's just like a ball in there. It's like you've been eating garbage, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, You're that's better than that. I know that. Yeah. I eat good when I'm at work, but then it's like dinner comes around and I'm like, yeah, I want Taco Bell. Oh, they got this not this grilled cheese burrito right now. Oh, man. I heard about that. Dude, you got to get it. Get it? <laughs> you got to get it. It's all right. Fucking I'll, get, good. I'll get one. I'll get, I'll get more than one. Because if, it, if this, everybody tells me it's that good, it's like the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Everybody told me how good it was. And yeah, I was like, oh, I fuck off, it. whatever. Dude, it's the best fucking sandwich I've ever had in my life. Oh, and I've had some pretty God. Go- I've had some pretty goddamn good sandwiches. Yeah. All right. I'll just jump back into Fighter Fest. All right. So last week was part two of Fighter Fest. It was a two-week thing. Also, by the way, shout out to show alum Brian Philman Jr. He got, he had his AEW dark match against Sean Spears. That was awesome. And he has so he one is, tomorrow night against uh, Brian Cage. So he is, yeah, he is an AEW guy now. I guess I don't know if he not, got contracted not officially, officially. But for everything I've heard is they're trying to get him out of his MLW contract. Uh, okay, I mean, dude, he's awesome. I'm, I would, I'm looking. I would, I would text him, but I don't want to bug him. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Give me some dirt. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. All right. So yeah, week one of Fighter Fest. We're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> he was cooking a burger and eating it while we were doing the show <laughs> with him. Like well, he, first, had, he was, was first. He was taking a shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Hey, you're recording right now." I was like, "Yeah, but I can cut this out." <laughs> He's taking a dump. Is that what he said? Mm-hmm. He was taking a dump. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. So when he's big and famous one day, we have we have audio, audio. of him shitting. <laughs> we'll link we'll it sell out. it on eBay. We'll sell it on yeah, OnlyFans. Yeah, we'll get a, <laughs> on fans. We'll get we'll get a premium Snap account. Oh my god, yeah, and have people pay a shit ton of money for shitting noises. So week one of Fighter Fest, <clears throat> there was five matches. It was Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, Mitch Source. Uh, they beat MJF and Wardlow, which was a very it was a fun match to watch. And it was nice to see that happen. It also, you know, they get a win in tag, so MJF doesn't lose in singles. Wardlow doesn't lose in singles, you know. So that was nice to see. Um, yeah. Her- I'm, I'm going to start night one with I didn't enjoy it as much as night two. Yeah, I think night two is definitely more – and. Because night two was like the main events of, uh, in a way, it was like the main events of uh, the Fighter Fest. It was all of. the matches everybody was looking forward to. Yeah. Well, I guess kind of, because Cody and Jake was on night one, and then the first tag title match was on night one. I thought it was weird that they defended the tag titles on both nights. Yeah. I mean... Because the yeah. second night was pre-taped after night one. Oh, really yeah so hmm. they they wrestled two matches that night good on them oh oh okay i see what you're saying the whole night was pre-taped yeah mm-hmm. okay interesting and they had way more people in the audience this time it was like pretty loud out there yeah it, it was good it was good to have a little crowd noise uh hikuro shida defeated penelope ford to retain her title as we Figured that would happen. It was and it was a good one. I definitely watched that whole match because I was like, I do want to see how 
Penelope Ford holds up against the champ right now. And it was it was a good one. Uh, Cody defeated Jake Hager to retain the TNT championship. It was about a 15-minute match. It was, you know, this is the one I think we texted about. Like, yeah. we figured it would be better, but, like, it wasn't bad. It's just we expected a little more, but the finish was kind of a dusty finish. It was a middle-of-the-road uh, Cody match. Yeah, yeah. Minus, not minus, a, not I mean, pay-per-view. But it wasn't, it wasn't, I, I never want to talk bad about Cody because he is really good and he's actually one of my favorites to watch in the ring. And I'm not, just, oh, it could have been better. I'm not blowing him because, you know, he's where he is, but I genuinely enjoy watching him. And I think he's a, he's a tremendous fucking talent, but this match, I think we both can agree. We expected a lot more out of it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I thought it would. It was, I thought it would be a little more action-packed, but whatever. I mean, that could be – maybe they just didn't go super hard because it wasn't – like a. if it was a pay-per-view, they would have did everything they could, but this is something you can watch on TV for free. Which, well, not not only to that, say but you shouldn't work your ass off for that, but – I don't know. I just – I feel like wrestling is one of those things – It's like it's like a concert, you know? If there's no crowd reaction, it's kind of hard to get into it. Yeah. No matter how much money you're making. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Private Party with Matt Hardy defeated the uh, Santa- the proud and powerful Santana and Ortiz. Proud and powerful. Proud and powerful. And that gave them the title shot for the next week. All later that night, about two hours later, for uh, Fighter Fest, for Fighter Fest Week 2. And then Kenny and Hangman defeated Kenny. best friends. Defe- defeated best friends to retain the AEW World Tag Titles, about fifteen thirty nine match, and that was a good one. That was yeah. that was a good one to watch. I liked uh, Trent's mom dropping him <laughs> off. That was that was a cool little spot. Sue, yeah, she she gives him a kiss on the cheek, and he's all like pumped up and serious. That song, man, is just like their their entrance song. Like the best friends thing is so goofy, it, but it's they are good. Yeah, dun 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 dun. And Orange Cassidy coming out to that when he did, he came out to a different song this time on Fighter Fest. Did he? I didn't. I didn't notice night two. I think it was a different song. Yeah, I think I was refilling my coffee when I was watching that Saturday morning at seven fifteen. So then night two, we open the show with Kenny and Hangman uh, defeating Private Party to retain their tag titles. I think we'll still we'll stick with our idea of them breaking up at All Out or something. And they mentioned it too on commentary. Jr. mentioned it. He was like, "What did I they was, say?" He was like, "I was wrong. Uh, I f- felt like there was." there was going to be a blow up and I was wrong. I can't believe they've lasted this long when they showed the little graphic of how long they'd been the tag champs. It's like 196 days or something like that. Yeah. I guess he didn't think they were going to last as long. So I, I feel like that's just more adding more fuel to the fire of the, uh, the eventual breakup, which every, everybody knows it's going to happen and it has to. And it's unfortunate that Hangman's going to be the one that leaves the elite. Not that I'd want Kenny to leave either, but, I mean, it's it's got to happen. It's it's good for TV. It's good for the fans, 
And no matter what, want, Hangman's going to be over whether he's a face or fucking heel. I think he'd be if you want heel, him in my to, if they want him to go on to be a big star, they do have to break him off from the group and be a solo guy and just make him turn him into that character because he's got the he's got the potential to be a, a new you know one of the new big stars. I mean, I'm not going to talk about that like we always do, but you kind of have to break him off from the elite so he can do his own thing. Cause I mean, everything he does gets over, you know, the cowboy shit thing was huge. Yeah. But like we've said too, before it, you know, it's, he's kind of that lesser member of the elite. Yeah. Because everybody else is so over. You don't see as many headlines with hangman page in it as you do with Kenny and Cody and the young bucks. So yeah. if he leaves, then that gives him that opportunity to make it on his own and prove that he is as good as he is and that he can be a star on his own. Yeah. Uh, Lance Archer defeated Joey Janela in 11 minutes of a match. And that was longer than expected. Uh, It was a, I mean, it was a, it was a good one. Joey definitely looked good against him. He got his spots in. Dude, every time I see Lance Archer, I just think that he smells. He just looks smelly, man. Like B.O.? Like celery? Or like No, whiskey? just like that that big guy ass smell. Oh, okay. You know? So like, your typical he... wrestling fan? Yeah, yeah. Just, it's just like, you know, sometimes like Braun Strowman. Like he looks like he's got that big guy ass smell. He just smells like beef? Yeah, yeah. But Lance, I don't know. He posted a picture of his feet by the pool on Instagram the other day. I, lo- I love Lance Archer, man. He's great. But I yeah. saw his feet, and I was like, God. We're not big on do feet. that. Yeah, cut your fucking toenails. No. Lance Archer's great. I'm glad Wash he's in AEW, though. I yeah. do. I like trim your Trim your toenails. Uh, Joey should probably stop drinking so much. He should maybe try to tighten up a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're all signed. I'm not. I'm yeah. just, you know, I'm just talking <laughs> shit here. They're but all yeah, signed. I'm not. I'm just, yeah. Lance I'm just sitting Joey here in the corner me. losing my religion. Losing my religion on the toilet. And uh yeah, so anyways, it was a nice it was a nice little match. Just some filler throw it in there. Make Joey look good, but also Lance has to win because he's the big dude and he's on a you know, he's on a demolition spree. Uh then we get the eight-man tag match. This one I did not see on the show, so I didn't finish night two. I ended up watching the highlights from it on uh, just the AEW page. They put highlights up. Butcher and the Blade and Lucha Brothers defeated FTR and the Young Bucks. And, you know, it was it was what you can expect from four badass tag teams. It was a good yeah. eight-man like it was a, really it's like good. a Japan match. Yeah, yeah. It, it was awesome. Uh, the, I mean, the only thing I can think of after watching that match two days ago, because I haven't watched wrestling live in a month. Not going to lie about it. Um, but I did watch I'm a lot. It. I watched a ton of wrestling this weekend. So I'm yeah. caught up. Um, the spot with Phoenix doing the Canadian Destroyer over Pentagon – Oh, yeah. On Nick Jackson, on to everybody else. Dude, that yeah, spot that was, was fucking nuts. And yeah. it was weird because my feed cut out like right before he did it. So when it came back on, it was like right in the middle of it. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah that was a. So, that was dude, the it, biggest it was spot insane. of that match for sure. Yeah. That was cool, though. 
and it, mm. and everybody looked good when they came to, all came down. Like Nick kind of had like almost a smirk on his face because he was he was good. So I was like, cool. I mean, I was watching his head the whole time mm-hmm. when I saw that. When I saw that happen, I was like watching his head, and it, I mean, it just landed on their hands or whatever but yeah i mean that was a crazy they might be christian af but he's crazy af like for sure he he does some of the nuttiest spots i've ever seen well they know the good lord's protecting him man that's true that's why uh we get nyla rose defeated kenzie page and keelan king that was a squash match just for Nyla to whip some ass. Take it was names, a it was a Ryback esque match, like when he first yes. when they were first pushing him, he was beating all the handicap matches. There was That's a time where Ryback said Ryback had two dudes on his shoulders mm-hmm. and he did the thing and he said, Feed me three. And I thought he said, Feed me moy. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> Feed me moy. Feed me moy. Ay, papi. Uh, uh, so Nyla's promo after the match, she's talking about how everybody has a manager and she's going to get a manager to yeah. like kind of up the ante as far as like, and it'd be on the same level as Arn and Tully and Jake. So I'm kind of curious as to who will be her manager. Uh, will it be a, will it be a female since she I was, is? Or I was thinking that if it was going to be a female, it would be Vicky Guerrero. Oh, yeah. That's what that. I was thinking. However, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, I'm don't. i trying to think of like a legend that they might have in their back pocket that would... They're all contracted on the Fed, man. Yeah. There's and no who, legends. Who would females. kind of be with her? Like, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that then one. if Sherry Martell was still around, that'd be the perfect fucking manager for her. Oh, she's the perfect manager for everybody. Yeah. But I, I, don't I, know. I just can't, I can't, nobody else comes to mind other than Vicky. And that that's probably just because she's been on their TV a few times. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all I could, that's all I could think. But if it's on that level, there's no, like, there's no female that's on the level of like the four horsemen, obviously. Yeah. Cause it's a different time period. So it Ooh, would be. Hang on a second. I don't know. She's, she's probably on the legend still. Cause she's in the Hall of Fame. I was going to say Medusa. That's who I was thinking, but she's on a Legends deal. Yeah. yeah. Bull Nakano? That would be a know. good one. It could, yeah, it could be a uh, legend of a Japanese superstar because they can get yeah. their hands on that. So yeah, I don't that's, know. Why, that's why I thought of Nakano, but. Yeah. Sonny Ono? <laughs> he's, too busy take, he's too busy. He's too. He's dead. Yeah, yeah. Sonny Ono's too busy taking all of Muda's money. I know Mr. Fuji's dead. That's just a throwback to an old episode and, and where I go said back that, in the archives. Man. Don't you don't got to tweet me and say I'm an idiot. <laughs> that's fucked up, man. That's they'd be like, that's racist. I'm like, you're what? like, oh wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, he is dead. I'm like Mr. Fuji, and they're like, that's racist. I'm like, why? Because I said his name. Yeah. People are fucking stupid about racism sometimes. It's it's nutty out there. Uh, Colt Cabana and the Dark Order. I love how it's still listed as Colt Cabana and the Dark Order because it's like it's just it's weird. The Colt Cabana and the Dark Order thing's weird. Doesn't fit. Colt Colt's no. such a fucking uber baby face that Dude, it's not even funny. Yeah, it, it's it's not. It doesn't fit 
like worse than the Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt thing. Like you, yeah. that was like this you knew is weird. it was fucking yeah. weird. Uh, Cabana, Brody Lee, and Stu Grayson defeated SoCal Uncensored, the trio. Uh, this one, I think, I, I think I watched this one on highlights. Nothing really memorable from it or anything. Cole Cabana's got a nasty bruise on his side, though. They showed that from before. This? No, they showed it before the match. And oh. then, but he gets the pin, so he's happy he got a win. And they mentioned that he hasn't lost since teaming with the Dark Order. So, I don't know. I mean, obviously it works for him. But as, as, as a fan and knowing how over Colt Cabana is with the wrestling community, especially on the internet. It's like, I don't know. It's just weird. It doesn't, it doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, and then we get the main event of main events. As far as fight for a thong goes, Chris Jericho and defeated orange Cassidy in 18 minutes. Exactly. And Chris had Santana or cheese or cheese. It's Santana and Ortiz Santana on the outside with some OJ. And uh, Cassidy had best friends on the outside. And, yeah, it turned out to be a pretty good match. Um, I'm still kind of like what I said two weeks ago. Orange Cassidy's not – he's just – he's not a main event guy in my eyes. Um, I mean, he's over. He's great. But he's well, even, not someone that can pin Chris Jericho. Right. And, and I, I said that uh, – or I said that – on uh, Jericho's Saturday Night Special that he streams, or has been streaming every Saturday since this all started, the whole COVID thing. He said, when I first saw Orange Cassidy, I said, this is the shits, the gimmick sucks, I hate it, I don't want to work with this guy. And then, you know, now he's like, I just feel like when Chris Jericho, he's one of those ones, if he says, you're good, you're good. Um, And he said that was one of his favorite matches he's ever done, and definitely one of his favorites in AEW so far. I wanted to talk about something before we moved on from Fighter Fest. Justin Roberts' introduction of Orange Cassidy is the most annoying fucking thing I've ever heard. I can't recall how it goes. From wherever, weighing whatever. It's just like he's trying not to, like he's trying to sound like he doesn't care. But it's like in Orange that Cassidy. announcer voice. Yeah. And it's it's like I put that right up there with Jan when he does that. Yeah. It's like, Jan. oh my God. I want to stab myself in a in the fucking neck with a spork. Yeah. Not a fork, a spork. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, it was a uh it was a good match. It was uh I was a little I was a little surprised by how much I enjoyed it. And Cassidy looked fucking good, you yeah. know. I, I when I say I don't see him as a main eventer, I say I mean like he's not gonna get the because AEW he's a comedy world guy. title. Yeah, like maybe TNT belt later on down the line when it's established and you can kind of give it away to someone for a week or whatever. But yeah, this was it was a really good match and I did enjoy uh, Cassidy's like little kicks that he does, the lazy kicks, and then he actually did the super kick to him. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. Because I was like, he's not actually going to use this and fucking knock Jericho down with this, is he? Because I was going to, if that was it, I was going to, that was going to push me over the edge and be like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> but, you know, it, I guess I just take it, sometimes I, it's weird, man. Sometimes I take it too serious. And Santana, like Santino and WWE, I never really 
I never really got into that. It just wasn't I, my thing. Man. Dude, I fucking love that gimmick so much. I don't know why. Uh, it was like the the fucking power walk he did. I don't know. Something about always seeing old ladies do that in the mall always cracked yeah. me up as a kid. Um, and, and how he called John Cena John Chena. I always thought that was fucking hilarious. But I mean, but they're that, both over. That's but Santino could fucking. Could, I mean, and not that Orange Cassidy can't, because I've said it before. He can wrestle when he when he turns it on. It's awesome, and I, mean, I really he did it right enjoy here it. With Jericho, yeah. But like Santino was like legit all the time until like the Cobra spot. And then it's like, uh. And then the that's Santina what turns me off about it. The Cobra. Yeah. The Cobra but, turns me off about it. But what about when Foley did Sako? I, you know, it's classic and everything, but I, it's not fucking believable, man. You're not going to choke someone out with a saw. No. And, and yeah, I mean, you got your. He's doing whatever. the mandible claw. I get that. Yeah. But like, is the added odor of your foot sock that we know it's is clean. so powerful? Yeah. We know it's clean. That's like Mick Foley always looks so unkempt and like he I bet he was probably the best smelling wrestler on the roster. Yeah. Other than probably The Rock at that point. The Rock probably had some solid like four hundred dollar cologne. But oh yeah. At least four thousand dollar cologne. I remember my uh there's a uh, The Rock movie. I think it's Know Your Rule or something like that. Or uh anyways, I have it on video. Was that the one when he tape. was on the beach and he was doing the Chef Boyardee commercial? I think that's on it. Yeah. It covers like I had that one too. It was like a, a brownish box. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's yep. the one. Yeah. I bought it from Walmart. He's VHS. talking about uh he's at the store showing off his this is the this is the rock's seven hundred dollar shirt and his eight hundred dollar shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's awesome. It was man. so that Ric was, Flair, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's all it was. It was Ric Flair revved up a thousand times. Hey, uh, also before we move on from Fighter Fest, what did you think about uh, Taz bringing out the FTW title? I thought that was pretty cool. I was, I'm curious if it's like something that's going to stick around or if it's just Brian Cage because Taz is managing him. Right. I'm a huge Taz mark, and last night, super late, it was like 1, 1.30. That was the first thing you told me when we met. Like, Somebody, I said something. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody tweeted or Cage Side Seats reported on it or wrote an article on it about how FTW title was a unnecessary title from the nineties and Taz retweeted their link and talked about how, you know, I need to pull it up. I'll just They're an unnecessary website. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta read it because I re- I quoted it and tweeted about it. Uh where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, I I know that I looked up the title because I had to like remember it, it, and I was like, "Oh yeah." He said, uh... "You people at Cage Side Seats called the FTW Championship an unimportant title from the '90s. Thank you for taking the time to write the whole article about it." CagesideSeats.com. It's the link. Uh, You are welcome for the pub. (laughs) I said, "Taz is not someone I would ever advise anyone to disrespect." By the way, the FTW Championship kicked ass then. And will always kick ass. Brian Cage is the perfect person to continue its legacy. More on this on the show in the morning. So the FTW title was cool then. It's still cool. I'm glad that Taz owns it so they can use it. And it makes total fucking sense that Brian Cage has it. Because Moxley isn't defending the title right now. Because he was at home. 
with Renee Young, who has since recovered from COVID. Congratulations. Oh, that's what it is. So it all makes sense. And then, but in their article, I read the article because I wanted, you know, obviously to see what they said before I commented on it. And they said that, uh, what's the point of having it if you're only going to do it for a couple of weeks or yeah, a week because they're going to fight this Wednesday on fight for the fallen for the heavyweight title. So if he loses, it makes cage look bad. This is what they said. Not what I said. If they, if cage loses, it makes the FTW title that more unnecessary to have around. I don't see that. I think it's cool. It's not, it's not a sanctioned title. It never has been. That's it's what like, I was say. Yeah. But it's a cool concept because, like I said, he, he wasn't on TV defending the title. Taz brings that out. That's why they brought it out originally because Shane Douglas was, was injured and wasn't, bringing, wasn't defending the title in ECW. So that's why Taz had it and said he's the real world, world champion because he's out here defending this every week, blah, blah, blah. So it makes sense because Taz is managing him, but it also makes sense because Brian Cage, in a way – athletically reminds me a lot of Taz and I think that's why they fit so well together I wasn't on board at first but now I am I I kind of understand it who can stop the path of cage <laughs> dude I fucking love Taz I wish I would have listened to his show more I just there's so many fucking podcasts <laughs> yeah he I remember when we met at work i think i had a towel on my head or something and we already knew about the wrestling thing yeah. and you were like taz that's my guy and then we did the song dun 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 beep. <laughs> beep 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 all right so anyways uh yes i i'm kind of with you on the fcw title i don't love it or hate it I mean, I, more so I love it, I guess. I don't I wish they would. The only thing I didn't like about it is I wish they would use the original design or closer to the original design because now it just kind of looks like the TNT title a little bit. It does look a lot like the TNT title, yes. Which, I mean, so, it makes sense because look, look at WWE's titles. They all look the fucking same. So. Uh, we got for fight, or, for fight for the Fallen, that's this week, two days away. We got Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson versus Jurassic Express in a six-man. That's going to be a killer match, yeah. Uh, we got FTR versus Lucha Bros. We got Cody versus Sonny Kiss for the TNT Championship. I'm kind of excited to see that. I want to see yeah, Sonny Kiss in a match like that. I was super bummed out on Twitter yesterday when a fan said some homophobic shit towards Sonny Kiss, and Cody Rhodes called him out, though, and told him to kiss his ass. He said, if you don't Dude. think that a, that a gay person deserves a shot at the title, you can kiss my ass. And that, that's, that's perfect. That's the, whole, that's the whole concept of AEW. When they first started, the first press conference, they said, AEW is for everyone. So yeah, why that's... should – what, you got a problem with Nyla Rose went in because she's transgender? Who gives a shit? How is it oh, affecting sure your life? How is it affecting your life? Yeah. Just get the fuck don't over wa- it. Don't fucking God, watch it. Then. Yeah, watch NXT. Where they have here's no something fucking... about here's something about Sunny Kiss for the audience. Uh, Sunny Kiss has a nice fucking ass. <laughs> I don't care male or female. That's a nice fucking ass, dude. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I am looking forward to seeing Cody versus Sunny because we haven't really got to see Sunny in action like this. So it is a nice to see 
Sony against Cody is, yeah. you know. In, in a main event caliber bring out, match. Mi- yeah, main event, mid, mid-card main event caliber match and bring out the talent that maybe we haven't seen yet. So. Yeah, and I really liked also uh, Dustin Rhodes tweeted out that uh, he's rooting for both of them because him and Sonny have teamed in the past, which I thought was a fucking oh, perfect yeah. tag combination. Yeah. That was uh, cool. And they, they tagged really well together. Um, I I am looking forward to this match. Also, I'm looking forward to hopefully the rumor being true that next, not this week on Fight for the Fallen, but the following week on Dynamite, that uh, a certain formerly known as Zack Ryder will be challenging Cody for the TNT title. That's a rumor, huh? That is a rumor. Okay. And he, uh, Matt did... Uh, cut a promo it hasn't aired yet so i'm assuming it might air this week yeah to kind of tease or to build that match but he he did it outside of uh super gabby's little wrestling garage thing that they always show on instagram i'm sure you've seen it too yeah uh in their podcast but he had all the belts laid out and he's got a new i guess a new internet title that he made with his new skull logo so okay i'm looking forward to it i i hope it's true but it also could be something for impact with slammiversary coming up this weekend which we'll talk about as well i want to see him in aw i want to i want to see him being in a main event status match because he's got the name and he has the fan base to hold a definitely for sure i think he was the first active wrestler to have one million followers on twitter yeah that dude he, I'm excited. I want him in AEW. Impact is cool and everything, man. But what I want him on what I'm watching right now. Yeah. So. Uh, and then of course we we have John Moxley versus Brian Cage for the world title. And man, I hope Moxley retains because I just, I don't know, man. Brian Cage isn't the guy right now to me for the world title. He's just not. And and I am I am ready to see a new champ because. Because I'm kind of over Moxley as champ, and I'm a Moxley guy for sure, but I would like to see him in some different programs and see someone else as champ, but not Brian Cage right now. Brian Cage maybe take the TNT title off Cody and run with that for a while, and uh, I don't know. Maybe he is the guy right now. It's not my company, but Mox is that guy to me because, as everybody knows, I'm not a a, a big Moxley fan, but he's more exciting on the build to the title than he is actually when he's the champ, his, yeah. his, his programs where he's on his way up. Like when he first came in, that was awesome. Cause you knew the tide was shifting and he was going to eventually take the title from Jericho. But when he's champ, I don't know, just, I don't believe him. I don't believe his promos. I don't know if it just doesn't resonate with me. Maybe because I'm older. Yeah. I, I just. I don't know. Maybe he's just not. I mean, he's not your style either. That's not yeah. your. Yeah. He's not your type I've, of wrestler. I just feel so. bad because I know he's good. It's not that I don't think he's. Yeah, he's good. great. He's he's a, he's a great wrestler, and he's a hell of a talent, and he's good on the mic. I just I don't find him believable. He's not he's not who I want to be a top guy. Now I say that, but I also think that WWE horribly misused him oh for sure especially in the last whatever six months he was there it was awful and and the and the promos he was doing there were fucking atrocious because it was scripted 
So I, 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 I do like Moxley better than Ambrose, but he's, he's just not my cup of tea. And I hate it because I want, I want to like him, but I, I feel like he's just one of those guys that's so popular that I just can't get behind him. I, I can, I'm a Mox guy for sure. I gotta, I gotta give, give that credit. Well, that's I'm not, like, I, and, and that's like, you know, Kyler, that's like his guy. Like he's like, Moxley. he thinks he's like, it's like God slash Jesus and then Moxley. He thinks he's like the most fucking powerful human being that's ever lived. And I'm just like, dude, like, <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I guess maybe that might be what it is. Cause I'm like, I just want like him to like somebody that I like, maybe. Yeah. So I'm resentful. <laughs> maybe that's why I don't like him. I don't know. All right, let's blaze through the rest of this stuff here. Okay. Uh, Dominion, I'll just run through that real quick. Um, oh, fuck the names, man. I'm not ready to say all these names. Uh, Kojima, Nagata, Taguchi defeated Maccabee. Hanma and Gabriel Kidd, Sonata, Bushi, yeah. and Takahashi defeated Ishii, Yano, and Suji. Suji. Yeah. El Desperado, Kanemura, and Duki, <laughs> as we like <laughs> to say, <laughs> defeated Tenzin, uh, Yuimura, and Wado. Takahashi and Ishimori defeated Goto and Okada. Okada is going through that kind of run where he, right before All In, where he, you remember when he dyed his hair and did the balloon thing? I think yeah. they're steering him away from the main title because they realize, okay, he's had it. He held it for so long. He held it multiple times. Let's, let's give some other people a chance. Let's give some other people a chance and then yeah. bring, they'll build him back up because they know he's one of the best they've ever had. Uh, Takagi yeah. defeated Sho, uh, the Never Open Weight Championship, which was a fucking barn burner of a match. It was really good. Uh, and Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Tanahashi and Kotobushi to win the IWGP Tag Team Championship. That match was really good. I was surprised that they took the straps off of Tanahashi and Ibushi because that team was is really cool together. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships, Evil who had just turned on Naito the night before. Yeah, I saw that. Japan Cup to join Bullet Club, and he won both the heavyweight and intercontinental titles. And I saw a lot of rumors on on Twitter about how does this make evil the the new leader of Bullet Club. Mm, That's interesting, because it was uh, Jay White, right? Yeah, and obviously Jay White's not there for obvious reasons. But, like, neither is Tama or Tonga and, you know, Fale. They're not there either. So, until yeah. those guys kind of give their blessing, I'm not going to say he's the leader. But right now – And he kind of is the interim be. leader, though. Right. So, right. I feel like, like, on Wikipedia, how they always show, like, if you go to Bullet Club's Wikipedia page, it shows all the leaders. And there's, like, yeah. a time where Carl Anderson was the leader before AJ joined in between him and Prince Devitt. So yeah. I, I wonder if – I don't know if they've updated it or not. I didn't look, but I'm kind of I'm looking curious. right now. Let's see. Let's see. Current members. Uh, yeah, it says he's a leader. Hmm. It says he's the sixth leader, July 11, 2020. But it also still lists Jay White as a leader in the current members. Or he's the fifth leader. Jay White's the fifth leader and Evil's the sixth leader. So I don't know. 
I think I feel like that's the heavyweight champ of that has to be because it always has been that way. Yeah, I think it'll get settled like in the ring. And man, Evil and Jay White for the titles, pff, count me in. I want to yeah. watch that. I'm in for that one too. I wonder if that's a a nod maybe that Jay White will be going somewhere else. You know, I like Jay White in Japan and I because his switchblade gimmick is fucking cool, man. I just like the switchblade thing. I know you think it's Edward Scissorhands, but <laughs> like I like Jay White. He's he's pretty badass and he's he's really a big dude. Because I remember watching an old match with him and Kenny, and they were both so much smaller. Yeah, and he's just he's a big guy, man. Yeah, he bulked up. Um, yeah, that would I would really enjoy that match quite a bit. Right, I, I would also like to see him, though, in, in maybe an AEW or an Impact, too. I wouldn't want to see him in the yeah. Fed. He would just – he would No. He wouldn't be Switchblade. No. Because it's not child-friendly. Yeah. Uh, the horror show that is Extreme Rules. I mean, the horror show at Extreme Rules, uh, Sunday, July 19th. This Sunday, okay. Why didn't it's they just Sunday. call it the Dumpster Fire? That is Extreme Rules. Rules. Uh, there's seven matches listed right now. Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus in a bar fight match. Of course it Apollo is. Apollo Crews versus MVP for the U.S. title. Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in an eye-for-an-eye match. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt in a Wyatt Swamp fight. Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's title. Oscar versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's title. And Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler in a TBD match for the WWE championship to be determined what the match will be there. Why do they so, bother yeah. putting Dolph Ziggler in a title match? One. Uh, I have no idea. Maybe he'll so, take the belt off and they'll give him the crowning moment another time. So, See, so Ziggler takes the belt off him and then Otis cashes in. Oh boy. To get, yeah, I can see that more revenge. Um, Maybe. So did you read that the eye for an eye match, they actually have to take one of the eyes from the opponent. No, I did not read that. No. I saw that. No. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Like, what are they going to do? Like, the original Terminator with the shitty CGI when he uh, – Or the, like, the head, you know what I mean? It was, like, the fake Arnold head, and you could tell. Like, if you go back and watch the original Terminator, watch that part when he takes his eye see, out in the sink. There's this there's a thing called Overkill, and the Boneyard match was fantastic. And then they did the Money in the Bank match. And now they're doing a bar fight, an eye for an eye, and a swamp fight. Okay, like, you don't got to go overboard, and you've officially gone overboard. Yeah. With, and Which, why is it a horror show? It's July. <laughs> it's not fucking October. Save I mean, it for like Halloween Havoc in October. But, yeah, I like, I like horror all the time because it's my favorite movie genre. But yeah, and you can go to logo, uh, We Watched like, a Movie on YouTube and check that out. Well, what is this? The horror show at Extreme Rules? I don't know. That's all I got to say about it. That's interesting. I got the Slammiversary card pulled up as well. Dude, that I, I don't know. The Swamp Fight's the obviously going to be one of those cinematic matches, which could oh, be yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, it'll be, yeah. It could be cool. I well, hope it might uh, be. maybe Bray will come out with, like, the Hawaiian shirt and the rocking chair and all that shit. That would be neat to see that I think they have for to one do night. that. Yeah. Or he switches characters over and over and he does that one oh. uh slam is july this 18th saturday the saturday if you're watching 8th. this week and we got 
Moose versus Tommy Dreamer. Okay, wait, here we go. This is interesting. Uh, Ace Austin versus Eddie Edwards versus Trey versus to be determined. Fatal four-way match for the vacant Impact World Championship. So they brought back the TNA World Champ- Heavyweight Championship as well. That's cool. That, yeah, that's um, kind of Moose's way of doing an FTW title. Okay. Because Tessa got fired. and so the world Ooh, that'll be vacant. a sick fatal four-way, though, dude. Ace Austin, Eddie Edwards versus Trey, and then TBD. Uh, Jordine Grace versus Deanna Perrazzo, which is – who is – She's uh, oh, oh, Marty's, that's Marty's ex-girlfriend. ex-girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And Jordan Grace, she was a show alum, right? No. We no. Didn't she, was, she was at All In, though. She was in the Battle Royal. Oh, there was something about her that I thought we talked to her. We, I don't know. She, she was going to come on the show at one point. Or we had invited her, and she politely declined. Okay. She was the first person uh, that ever declined to come on the show. Jordine Grace and Deanna Purrazzo for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Uh, Willie Mack versus Chris Bay for the X Division Championship. That'll be good. And then this is a gauntlet for the gold match to determine the number one contender for the Knockouts Championship. Alicia Edwards versus Havoc versus Kira Hogan versus Kimberly versus Kylie Ray versus... Nevea versus Madison Rain versus Rosemary versus Susie versus Tasha Steeles. That sounds like a porn star name. Versus Taya Valkyrie. Uh, Kimberly. That one cracked. Steeles. Isn't it with a Z as well? Yeah. That's why it sounds like a porn star name to me. Or an Attitude Era. Yeah. That Z on it. Oh, yeah. And then I need to watch this one. The North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander versus Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. I've heard nothing but good shit about the North. That's for yeah. Impact Tag Ethan Page is super cool. He, he's uh, all over fucking social media all the time. And then we got Moose versus Tommy Dreamer. Old school rules match for the unsanctioned TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, so it is a FTW thing. Yeah, and it's so it's extreme rules. They just can't say it. Or ECW rules. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Old school rules. Attendance is zero. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, uh, attendance for Dominion was uh, 3,800 and what was it? Wow. That's 3,000 more than we've seen. <laughs> 3,898. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. I texted you about how great it was to hear even though the Japanese fans as polite as they are during wrestling, because it's a legit sport to them. Um, they were, they were a little more raucous than they usually are. And that was nice. Yeah. It, de- it definitely felt more like wrestling that we're used to. What just happened? Uh, oh, okay. Anyways. Yeah. That's uh, I think we got through all that. That's about yeah. everything, right? Yeah, also uh, this Friday uh, night, I guess Saturday morning slash uh, at midnight, we got Countdown to Fucktown. So make sure you follow Talking Shop on YouTube so you can watch that. I will be watching it live if I can get off work in time because I want to see where the Good Brothers are going. And I actually will uh, listen to this week's show while I'm editing this. All right. 
you heard it. I was reading stuff, so I heard what you said, but yeah. <laughs> I was I was like reading, I was reading stuff. So, all right, well that about does it for the return of Heels and Quad Dressing Podcast, presented by NASCAR Heat Five. Not really, but NASCAR Heat Five. If you want to sponsor the show, yeah, if you want to present us next week, you can do that for us. I actually, kind of want to play a NASCAR game now, just for fun. You'd be better off playing like Forza or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. NASCAR would be cool if I could create myself to drive the car. Yeah. Because I don't know yeah. any of the drivers. I know Kyle and Kurt Busch. That's about it. Because Mark Martin Chevrolet isn't in it anymore. Yeah. I did pass Mark Martin Chevrolet on my way to Little Rock last week. Okay. And I did the commercial, the radio ad. Come on down to Mark Martin Chevrolet this week only. We got the cash cage and hot dogs for the kiddos. Oh, my God. He doesn't really say that. Does it really? Just, oh, okay. I, I could just hear him saying that. Kiddos. Jesus. I was like, that's some fucking redneck shit right there. Yeah, it is. All right. All right. Well, you know where to, you know what to do. You know when to do it. You can follow us in all the places. God. What uh, was it? You can find nothing. But she did. She <laughs> flip you off. No, it's. Well, it's good stuff. Oh, she flashed her boobies? Yeah. Um, He's like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, hop in the shower with me. Let's get this fan going. I'm on my way. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Heels and Quads. I got to clip that one out. Podcast on Instagram. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Collarandelbowbrand.com. Use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. There you go, everybody. Levi's uh, not your typical wrestling fan. He's at least seen one set of tits that we know about. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's fucking yeah, great. That's, yeah. You know, it happens like once a week. So every time I'm like, uh, and I do that, <laughs> that's usually what just happens. It all happens. Uh, all right. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Follow show Patreon, at Heels and Quads. On Patreon. Yeah. Follow show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's great. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. Uh, we watched a movie on YouTube. Get us on YouTube. If you're watching this, you already found us. But if not, if you're listening still, go to YouTube. Subscribe. Yeah. Make sure you click that like button. Hit the bell notification for every Monday when you know the uh, Slayer pops. So you know a new video is. uh, Oh, God. Yeah. Make sure to hit the bell. It seems like a lot of you guys aren't hitting the bell. I hear it in my comments all the time. No, you fucking don't. Nobody fucking says that in your comments. You're just like me. You scroll scroll your email every five seconds. Yeah. You're checking your analytics every five seconds. I'm actually getting back. I see some people saying that. Put it up and I don't care anymore. There's this dude that's like. Make sure to hit the bell because I see a lot of you guys in the comments saying that you're not getting notifications. No, they're not that stupid. They're not fucking moron. Getting notifications because they didn't fucking subscribe or hit the bell. Because it's annoying. That's why. Because you're stupid. And I have a few on mine that the boys subscribe to, uh, and I get notifications on my phone, and it pisses me off when I get the notification because I think it's like a cool video. (laughs) And it's like, oh, oh, this is what I was going to talk about. Now, all of a sudden, on YouTube, they're ooh! Now, on YouTube, <laughs> yeah. their thing is in real life. 
Okay, so when you're doing a video on YouTube about a fake something or fake mutant thing, that's the new thing. I think it's like Squidhead or something like that. And they're like, Squidhead uh, <laughs> appearances or sightings in real life. I'm like, no, it's not. Because the motherfucking thing is like Slenderman sightings in real life at 3 a.m., 24-hour challenge for $10,000. Shut the fuck up. I, I, how, how are these this, people fucking popular? How about this squid head? I got a squid head that shoots white ink. How about that, huh? <laughs> and it's about to. <laughs> How's that for $10,000? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. He's primed and ready right. to go. Let's shut this shit down. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Hope everything comes out well for you, Levi. Yeah, thank you. God bless. We'll see you then. God bless. Wear your mask, (laughs) fuckers. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.